0: Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive Podcast. I am Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl, and your host. This is a podcast where every week we are going to talk about all the things that make our lives contagiously positive. Health happiness, food, nutrition, spirituality, our careers, relationships and so much more. So join me weekly on an epic journey to becoming the happiest and healthiest person you know by filling up your toolbox with nourishment for your mind, body and soul. Hey, hey, hey everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love that you show up and listen to these podcasts. So today I'm diving right in, I want to be respectful of your time, and today over here at the Coach's Corner, I don't know, I would love to have a little Coach's Corner actually where um, I just do a Q&A all day and give people tools to help them up their happiness and health game. So that's what we're doing today, today's topic, we're talking about food guilt, I am unleashing my health coach today because this is a big ticket item. Oftentimes, you know what, it has nothing to do about our weight. It has nothing to do about our food or the numbers on the scale. Where it begins is in our mind. I see this so often. I work with women who are like, I just can't seem to lose lose that weight. I just can't seem to get motivated. I just can't seem to get energized. I know everything that I need to do, but I just can't seem to do it. And oftentimes what it is, it's about what's going on in their inner world. And food guilt is something that women struggle with. Like, you let me explain food guilt first of all because I think you'll understand what I mean. So you take a bite of food that you have deemed the enemy and you feel guilty. You skip a meal, you binge eat, or you overindulge in the ice cream. Oh, but then wait a second, here comes the guilt or you look in the mirror after eating a meal that, again, you've deemed the enemy, and you berate yourself and you feel guilty, or you skip dinner and you feel guilty, or you skip breakfast and you feel guilty, or you don't have the smoothie that every single expert tells you you should eat and you feel guilty, or you don't resist the cookies or the treats at work and you feel guilty. This probably sounds familiar to you. I know it did for me. Women in guilt, there's no denying it. Like women in guilt just go together. Oh my gosh. And I know this because I used to feel that way and it was so strong with regards to my negative food issues. And I overcame my issues with body image and food and guilt by learning how to get back to the basics but also by paying attention to what wasn't ha- but to what wasn't helping, to what wasn't working. Like trying to create healthy meals from fad diets that made me search the entire city for ingredients did not help. Signing up for a $60 a month gym membership that I never used did not help. Feeling guilty over every single bite of food that I took or didn't take did not help. Berating myself, thinking that I created diet homicide for wanting to enjoy a meal without overthinking it, like I shouldn't be eating gluten, dairy, meat, fish, or anything that isn't caught wild or organic kale or grown in nothing but mushroom compost, did not help. Oh my God, even as I'm saying this, I can see the ridiculousness of the narrative that we tell ourselves all the time about food and nutrition and what. We eat throughout the day, right? But the thing that did help here's what did help. Here's what helped me overcome food guilt and not think that I created diet homicide every single time I took a bite of food. What did help was listening to my body, was listening to my body and paying attention to how I felt after eating so that I would know what foods made me feel good and which ones didn't make me feel good. So instead of thinking, well, that food is bad for me and that food is good for me, I was like, well, how did that make me feel? So over here in Canada, um, we just celebrated Thanksgiving and I had a turkey meal on... Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So three turkey meals. So by knowing what foods make me feel good and which ones just don't make me feel good at all, I was able to make my plates. I ate absolutely everything. But what I did was I ate it in moderation. I had smaller portions. I filled up my plate with lots of the vegetables and then I skipped the dessert and I had the dessert later on so that my body would have time to you know like digest and metabolize that big turkey meal that I had and then I was able to have the nice dessert later without feeling like you know I was gonna blow up without feeling super bloated and feeling like I was gonna throw up because I just ate so much and then by listening to my body I paid attention I was like okay listen you now need to like not eat that again throughout the day. So I had my turkey meal, but then every other meal throughout the day was like a nice simple salad. Or I just did what's called intermittent fasting, whereas after 7pm, I didn't eat anything again until the next morning. So that's what that's what helps for me. That's what helps when I listen to my body and I pay attention to how I feel after eating. So I, I forgot about you know putting food in a category of good or bad and I just pay attention to how I feel and I make decisions based on that. Also what helps is overcoming my limiting beliefs in food obsessions. So I stopped obsessing about food. I stopped obsessing about every calorie. I stopped obsessing over the numbers on the scale. I stopped just obsessing over every single morsel. Like I used to weigh my food. I used to count the calories. I used to track every single bite. Now what I do is I'm like, you know what? If it's good food, if it comes from Mother Nature, I'm good. So what I do is I avoid the processed foods. I avoid the foods that were made in a, in a factory that are just like full of chemicals. And I eat real Mother Nature made food. And by doing that, it stopped my food obsession. Because now I can just see, I'm like, you know what? I'm good. But that what also helps you stop obsessing over food is by paying attention to how you feel. So, by paying attention to how you feel, what I also did was I learned what nutri- nutrients my body needs. So, regardless of what I choose as my dietary lifestyle, like moment to moment and sometimes it's not consistent. Sometimes I don't eat meat and sometimes I do eat meat. Sometimes I don't have dairy and sometimes I do have dairy what I do is I listen to what nutrients my body needs. I know that I need protein. I know that I need healthy carbohydrates. I know that I need healthy fats. I know that I need to eat, you know, lots of fruits and vegetables. And I know that I need to drink a lot of water. So I just pay attention to those things. I focus on those things. I focus on filling up my dietary you know, my diet for the day, my menu for the day, with those things and that helps me think about it as a lifestyle instead of as a sacrifice. What also helped me overcome food guilt was to ignore the marketing ads. So I ignore what the label is telling me and I instead I pay attention to the ingredients that are in the food because I don't care. If it says it's 120 calories and those 120 calories are coming from processed goo, well I'm no further ahead with my health game. So what I do is I pay attention to the ingredients, what's inside. Because the label can tell me anything. The label was created by some someone who is a marketing guru, a marketing genius who is trying to get me to buy that product whether it's good for me or not. So it's up to me to pay attention to the ingredients. So that has really helped me. Take control over what I'm eating instead of you know allowing someone else to tell me what I should be eating because it's good for me has transformed my food guilt mindset. I've also really learned to create healthy habits. I talked about this in a podcast last week. So creating healthy habits instead of always trying to break a habit and feeling like I'm living in a constant state of lack. So that is really important. Focus on adding good things into your life helps you to overcome the food guilt instead of making you feel like you're living in lack. I've also really learned how to turn my favorite, like, not-so-healthy meals into healthier versions, but still really delicious versions of those, you know, what we consider not-so-healthy meals. I've made them healthier so that it minimizes the guilt. So, for example, here's the thing. Poutine is one of my favorite meals. I know it's gross to a lot of people, but I love poutine. So, what I used to do was I would buy french fries and I would buy gravy that, like, you look at the ingredients you're like is that really even real gravy and now what I do is I buy sometimes I'll do uh, I'll make my own french fries so I know that there's nothing in them make my own french fries I buy a really good quality like organic cheese and I make the homemade I make gravy from scratch and by doing that it doesn't make the poutine a healthy meal but it is not as unhealthy because at least I'm using all natural ingredients that my body knows how to metabolize and digest. So that's a really good thing. Whenever you do want to treat yourself, treat yourself to those, you know, not so healthy meals, but make them healthier versions. Try to make them from scratch, for example, um, and try to make them with good quality ingredients. So have those treats. You can't eat them every day, but have those treats and just try to find a way What's also helped was to plan my meals and ensure that I have what I need to stay on track during the week. So what this does is it manages the the guilty stress of what do I make for dinner? I have nothing to make for dinner, so instead I am just going to eat this um, peanut butter and jam sandwich Um, you can't do that three times a day. And we often do, we often get into this like trap of food guilt because we haven't planned our week out. So planning your meals to ensure that you have what you need to stay on track, to stay healthy, to up your health game is an amazing way to manage the stress of food guilt, okay? Also what really helps me is learning how I want to feel and what action I need to take to feel it. So for me, I just, instead of feeling guilty again about every single bite of food that I have, it goes back to understanding how you wanna feel. Well, I wanna feel energized, I wanna feel healthy, I want to feel good throughout the day. I don't want to feel bloated. I don't want to feel lethargic. I don't want to feel like I need a nap after every single meal. So I take actions on that. So before I make my meals, before I choose what I'm going to eat, I focus on that. I'm like, well, you know what? I have a really busy day today. I have lots of meetings. I'm going to have a healthy breakfast and a healthy lunch so that I stay energized throughout the day by really paying attention to how I want to feel and then asking myself is that meal going to make me feel the way I want to feel I'm able to take action based on that decision and that is so much better right and then the other thing is that's really helped me overcome food guilt is just putting guilt aside just putting it aside so instead of getting sucked into the guilt vortex and thinking that I've created diet homicide, what I do when I eat something or choose something that's not so great is I push the reset button and I choose a healthier thought or food or action at the next available decision fork. So again, this Thanksgiving. So my last Thanksgiving meal on Monday, I really overdid it. I mean, I shouldn't say I really overdid it. I just, I think it felt like I overdid it because I, I mean, the whole like three days were just sponsored by carbohydrates, gravy, and well, that's basically it. So I was wiped. I was so exhausted. Like, I could barely keep my eyes open after that last meal. So what I did, I was like, okay. I need to reset. I need to give myself a reset. So I made a big hot water and lemon, you know, in a in a travel mug. And when I got home, I got my dog. I put my rain boots on because I really did not want to be going for a walk. And I got my dog and I went out into the bush and we went for a nature trail walk. And I went out into nature and I drank my big water so that I could, you know, I mean, because a part of that was probably drinking a lot of wine during the weekend as well. So I'm like, all right, this is what I'm gonna do in this moment to push the reset button. Now we had a turkey lunch. So by dinner time, I was like, Okay, well, I feel better. That walk really helped. It felt really good to hydrate myself because oftentimes, like, when we eat heavy meals like that, we get very dehydrated. Um, So I rehydrated myself, so I'm like, that's good. So I've done the workout. I walked 10,000 steps just on that one walk. Um, I rehydrated myself. Now I'm actually hungry for dinner. So what am I going to choose for dinner? Well, I chose because now instead of focusing on, you know, the food guilt, and pushing the reset button, I chose to have just a really light meal. I cut up some veggies, I had some homemade guacamole in the fridge, and I just had some veggies and guacamole, and I just kept it super duper light. That's it. All I did was at the next available decision fork, I kept making those decisions and pushing the reset button. And it just starts moment by moment. Don't think about the third moment or the third thing that you're going to eat. Think about, well, what can I do in this moment to feel better. So if you struggle like I did, I mean, and I still do, I still have those moments, but not as much as I used to. If you struggle like this, or you just want to learn a new way to eat, a new way to think, a new way to move in a way that works for you, My digital program, um, the Contagiously Positive Woman's Guide to Healthy Living, can help you. Listen, you don't have to suffer. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to force or manipulate your way towards health and happiness. You don't have to berate yourself when you step on the scale thinking you should be a certain weight. You don't have to berate yourself for every single bite of food that you took or you didn't take or because you couldn't, you know, avoid the cookies on the lunchroom table. You don't have to be confused about food labels or whether or not you should be become a raw veganist or whether or not meat is good or bad for you um, just because you read it or, or someone has told you it's the only way to be healthy. It isn't. There isn't just one way to up your health game. There are multiple ways and that is what I teach in healthy living. I teach you to be your own health coach. I teach you to take control of your health. I teach you to overcome food guilt. I teach you to create a dietary lifestyle for the rest of your life based on those moment-to-moment decisions and also learning how to plan out your meals and how to plan out your days and how to manage stress and how to, you know, overcome limiting beliefs. I do all of this for you. I just want you to know there's nothing to feel guilty about. All you need to do moment to moment is push that reset button. And if you're struggling and if this resonates with you, connect with me. Join our contagiously positive, healthy living community. And I promise I will show you how to become the happiest and healthiest person you know based on you. But in the meantime, take the things that I've learned and start to incorporate them into your life. Start to incorporate them into your day. Creating and living a life you love being healthy, being happy doesn't happen by accident. It happens by making the health and happiness of your mind, your body, your heart, and soul a priority. And it is a priority. You can be healthy. You can be, ha- you can be happy. You just have to make intentional decisions to up your health and happiness game. So as always, everyone, be happy, be healthy, and of course, be contagiously positive. If you like this episode, or any of the episodes in this podcast, and you want to help someone else unleash their inner contagiously positive, please share, rate, review, and subscribe. Let's work together to put beauty and positivity and health and happiness into the world.